0: And girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk,
1: it's your favorite
2: 35, and it's your favorite person that picks music, Dan.
1: (laughs) Your music selection was awful last week, Dan. Let's let's discuss that. All right, so before so before we got off last week, Dan said he was adamant that this was going to be one of his best songs that he picked, right? And you know, it was absolutely was me and Silk, you know, and you know, we we. We didn't want to give it to him and we were on the ropes about it. And, you know, um, so we said, you know, the hell with it, Dan, take it. You know, it's your turn. You know, we didn't want to, you know, take Dan's turn. And you you put that on on us, Dan. What what the hell was that?
2: Uh, It's funny because I got two tweets literally back to back from one another that talked about uh, here. This is exactly what happened. So one was sent. And it said, "Bro, that was easily the worst song to be played on the pod so far." And literally, the next tweet was, "That's the best song to be played on the the pod thus far." So, um, gotta keep the people guessing. You know, can't
1: make Low everybody balance.
2: happy,
0: but
1: there you go. I love it, man. I love it. You gotta you gotta keep them keep them ready.
0: You gotta keep we them got, ready. Uh, we got we got some shenanigans and, and a lot of stuff going on with the big three roll up network. Uh, homecoming is next week, so we got some um, homecoming. Possibilities of a switch with the tailgate to a party bus tailgate bar crawl slash turn up. I want to get the people's opinion on it before we do it. But I think I think we got an opportunity with some local people in Gainesville that want to do party bus uh, tailgate slash bar crawl Um. The bus is dope. We got a video that's going to drop from the the company with with, uh, stuff that they've done with some of the fraternities in the town and and hangouts they've done. So I think people are going to be excited. I think it's something different that we could do. Hella fun. You could drink on the bus. You could smoke your cigars on the bus. You can hang out. And we'll be at several different spots. And and we'll be moving throughout the city. I think it will be dope. Uh, Other than that, man, what we got going this weekend? We got SeaWorld. Definitely, I think Amar pulling up to SeaWorld. Right, Amar?
1: Yeah, man, I can't wait to go to SeaWorld. I don't. I ain't even told my daughter about it yet. So it's gonna be pretty, pretty dope to 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 just pull up to Sea World. you ain't even
0: tell? I like that. I like um, the element up. of surprise with it, dog.
1: Sure, for sure, for sure.
0: So about um, yeah, big three roll up. We doing a live show. At Dan, the,
1: um, is, is Dan gonna come? What, what's up, Dan? We'll see. We'll see. Leave the people uh, in <laughs> suspense. You know, Sus- suspense us, Dan. Suspense us. All right, Thanks, don't man. tell us.
0: It's an international man of mystery, Dan.
1: That's
2: right. You. you never know where I'm gonna
0: be.
1: Just just I'll, follow I'll the that.
0: Instagram.
1: Oh, you gotta follow Dan. Dan, Dan tweeted a lot on Twitter, so man, if y'all haven't followed Dan yet. Y'all missing out. I mean, C-Roll,
0: C-Roll is too wholesome for a guy like Dan. Dan was in Vegas last week doing doing um, ungodly things, man. Croll, yeah, look, we, we,
1: me and Silk almost I, had to, we almost had to get on the plane and go get Dan from from Vegas. That's crazy. Why well, he, you guys by. are bad friends because you guys didn't, you know. Hey man, <laughs> somehow you found a way to get back and be ready for the show last week.
2: Somehow, somehow, I still feel dirty, but I'm back.
1: And so, <laughs> hey, what I you need? Know, you need felt- a base, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: definitely need a post Vegas base, bro. You're a base out of Vegas, bro. Like, you, need to, you need to really wrench around and wrench it off, man. Real,
2: real. I'm telling you. I'm telling hey, you. So, no, hey, uh,
0: Dan hit us up in the in the group chat today. We had group sitting together group chat. He pretty much uh, said something about a gator growl, and I'm not, I wasn't familiar with the shenanigans of homecoming. i never been to a Florida Gator homecoming. This would be my okay. first one, so I'm popping yeah. this cherry. So yeah, absolutely. So I had no idea what a gator growl is, but we got some gator growl stuff coming up. Dan, yeah. what exactly is the gator growl for homecoming? Um, what kind of tickets you got
2: for us, dog? Yeah, so, so Gator Growl. We're going to bring somebody on here quickly uh, from UF to talk a little bit about Gator Growl. So Gator Growl is put on by Florida Blue Key every year. Uh, somebody, uh, you know, an organization that I was really proud to be a part of when I uh, was in college. I got tapped in uh, spring twenty. 20- uh, 2009. Wow. So got, uh, so part of Florida blue key, but Florida blue key puts on Gator grow, Grau. Gator grow is the largest. I think they still bill it as that is the largest student run pep rally in the world. Uh, they've brought in a bunch of people in the past. They usually bring in a, a couple big artists, a couple big comedians to come in. Uh, and this year they're bringing in chase rice, who you guys know and love big country music guy, Uh, I know that you guys know all of his music. Um, I've been putting out music for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know we're not even going to go over all the song names because I know you guys know them all. Uh, There's another uh, group called Lanco. They uh, their country music. They're opening up. Uh, Then they've got two comedians. They got Blanco Brown. Uh, Mm. I guess he's a a singer. My bad. Um, TikTok guy. (laughs) Well, he does like more. Like he he performs. He dances. He does comedy. I don't know. He's a TikTok. He's one of those millennial guys, you know. And then. And then they got Scooter Magruder, uh, you know, famous, uh, Florida Gator, uh, grad he's going to be the mc for the night so uh we're teaming up with gator growl and we're going to talk to uh, to one of the folks that's going to put it on here in a minute uh to give away four free tickets to gator growl we're uh, we're super excited to be uh, able to partner with them on, on giving out these tickets so we're going to work out a way we got to discuss it guys i didn't even ask you guys uh, what your opinion was we're going to discuss it figure out a way to be able to give two sets of two tickets away for free for gator growl they'll be available at the uh, the will call so after the show we'll have to talk about what we're going to do then we'll drop something on uh the Podge Twitter account tomorrow morning about what we want to do, but we want to give away two free tickets, uh, to, uh, to Gator ground. So, uh, before we get in there, let me, uh, let me just pimp one more event uh, that we've got going on. You know, we, some, we, hey, hold on. Before you yeah. do that,
0: Cam, let me get some, um, some thunderstorm sound effects and whatnot for, for, uh, my man Dan Thompson. Yeah, that's
2: right. That's right. So, um, we've got, uh, so Cam, this is where you enter the <laughs> sound. All right.
0: um, <laughs>
2: And so, uh, we've, we've been asked and we graciously accepted the opportunity to team up with uh, the Tampa Bay Gator Club and the Tampa Bay Lightning, uh, to do uh, Tampa Gator Club night, which is going to be December 5th at Emily arena, uh, at 7 PM, uh, tickets are $42 that comes with a, uh, obviously a ticket to the game to watch uh, the team that is, uh, has the best odds to win the Stanley cup. And for Ahmad, uh, the Stanley cup is the trophy you win if you, you win the, uh, the overall, uh, you know, championship, um, you get a lightning, a uh, say what? I know a lot about hockey. Damn, I can see it. I can be, I can see you being a savant. Um, you get a, a Gators lightning, uh, branded scarf to wear. And then they're also doing a donation back to the Gator club, uh, Tampa scholarship fund. Uh, we're going to do a uh, meet and greet during the second intermission uh, we're gonna do a question and answer session. We're gonna we're gonna hang out heavy. We're gonna try to get some stuff together before the event, and then maybe on Friday morning as well. So so stay tuned for those details. But uh, we'll tweet out the link again. But uh, for uh, Tampa Gator Club Night, us and uh, the Tampa Gator Club are, are partnering with the uh, Lightning site. That event should be a ton of fun. We're gonna go out in the Zamboni. We get to hang out with our families heavy. It should be a a ton of fun. So December fifth, that's Thursday. Tampa Bay Lightning versus Minnesota Wild.
0: That's dope, man. Uh, I appreciate all the opportunities. With thanks to Tampa Bay Lightning and the Gator, Tampa Gator Club. Uh thanks to C for letting us come hang out, and do some question and answer and that little college team day, team color weekend. Also some brewery stuff going on. But let's talk this Gator crowd. Let's get these folks on and, and see what they're all about. Let's do
2: it. Doll it up, Cam.
0: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
2: And joining us representing Gator Growl, is Jamie Ivers. Jamie, how are you today?
3: I'm good, how are you?
2: Good, thanks so much for, for coming on. Jamie, talk to us a little bit about what you do for Gator Growl and for the guests that maybe don't know what Gator Growl is.
3: So I'm the Associate Producer of Communications for UF Homecoming and Gator Growl. I manage our marketing efforts, including our social media, press relations, and advertising through TV and radio. And Gator Growl is our local country music festival. It's October 4th at Flavit Field with doors opening at 5 p.m. We're bringing the best country music acts. We're bringing Chase Rice, Lanco, and Blanco Brown, with special host, UF alumni, Gruder Magruder, who gives the best sports commentary about every Gator game. And we're really excited for our event, and it's going to be a really fun music festival right here in Gainesville.
2: Awesome. And what time did you say it starts?
3: The doors open at 5 p.m. with the show beginning at 6 p.m. And Blanco Brown, who sings the Get Up, is our first performer.
2: Oh, is that the new dance? That everybody's doing Yeah, it's now. the new
3: viral dance. Everyone's doing it all over campus. It's going around online. What is going to be really great to see him do it in person? The get up challenge.
0: The get up challenge. Okay. Yeah, yeah,
2: it's. Um, <laughs> I I I didn't even put two and two together. I'm the, I'm the resident country music fan on the show. If you couldn't tell, um, so I know ah. <laughs> um, I know Chase Rice pretty well. Um, I knew him back when he was writing music. Um, and I've seen Lango oh, wow. perform. Um, but I didn't know anything about the other guy. In fact, I introduced him as a comedian because, like, I knew like his stuff from TikTok or whatever. I've seen it. Um, but I didn't know that was him. So, yeah, that yeah, that's that's viral. That's a that's a big act.
3: Yeah, he's gonna be really great. All three of them will be great. Chase Rice's "Ready, Set, Roll" is a classic.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's Silk's favorite song, actually.
0: Um, yeah, that's my that's my <laughs> joint. It slaps over the bow speakers for sure.
2: Oh man. Uh, So, Jamie, what what else is going to happen at Gator Growl besides uh, those four acts?
3: So, we're going to have the Florida Gators football team on stage with Dan Mullen. So, that will be really exciting because the whole point of Gator Growl is that it's the largest student-run pep rally in the nation. And wow. we're really hyping up the Florida Gators for the are Auburn game. Are you going to have the, the, whole, the,
1: whole, the whole team up there? Because I know in previous years yeah. they just had the seniors. So, are they doing the whole team now? That's awesome.
3: I'm pretty sure they're doing the whole football team this year. Perfect. And we also will be doing the Gator traditions that happened in the swamp. Like, I won't back down the Tom Petty tradition and a major 2-Bits nice.
0: tribute. Nice. How do we, How do I yeah. get tickets to this? I what like did country you say? Music. I like country music. I want to be a part of all of this. How do I get tickets?
3: Oh, you can get tickets through GatorGal dot org, or we're on Ticketmaster. You can also get tickets um, in Turlington Plaza if you're visiting the UF campus. We table there every day.
0: How do I get free tickets? But mainly,
3: most people <laughs> free tickets. You enter this giveaway through State <laughs> <Even Gale. laughs>
2: Uh Jamie, how much are tickets?
3: Tickets are twenty-five dollars for general admission. And 50 for pit passes, which give you exclusive up front in the stage, like the best view of Chase Rice, Blanco, Blanco Brown. Pit passes are definitely the way to go, in my opinion.
2: All right. Perfect. So, Jamie, we were talking about this before the show. We still haven't decided. So we're going to give away four tickets to Gator Growl. What is the best way that we should do that?
3: So the best way to give away the tickets is I think we should have the winners pick them up at will call at the event, right at the uh, box office.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know that. But how do we pick who we choose? Cause we can't just send a bunch of people to the Ooh. box office and hope that there's a ticket available for them. Cause there's going to be a lot of mad people when, when they're not there anymore. We'll have to think of something creative. Yeah, um,
3: we, we could have it challenged. that they have to uh, follow at HCGatorGrowl on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram to enter.
2: Okay, I like that. I like that idea. So, Silk, I heard you too. So, why don't we do this? Either do the Get Up Challenge and post a video. Oh, you can DM it to us. That. Or you can follow. Say it one more time. Who do, who do they follow?
3: At HCGatorGrowl.
2: Perfect. Or you can follow at HC GatorGrowl. And of course, you have to follow Stadium and Gale. If you follow us on all four accounts and you DM us, the first couple people that reach out to us will give tickets. How does that sound?
3: Sounds perfect to me.
2: Cool. Uh, Jamie, anything? Are you guys doing fireworks this year?
3: Yes, we are doing fireworks. We'll also have a couple art installations for the first time. And we have a food truck rally, which is really exciting, too. I'm,
0: I'm here
2: for it. The food I'm here trucks are all. one
3: of my favorite parts. Oh, yeah, That's that
0: right. sounds enticing.
4: All
2: right. So you guys are going to be there. Silk and Ahmad will be there. I'm going to be in Wyoming. Uh, but uh, but they're going to be there. Silk and Ahmad, you guys going to go to Gator Ground? Yeah, I- I- I'll step out for sure. I'll step out for all sure. Right. All right, cool. Yeah, we Jane, can't May- wait
3: to see you there
2: absolutely you got to recognize them too as part of stadium and Gail. i have an idea for next year this is my idea so scooter is a pretty good host now i say next year the three of us can host the show just bring it up to your people
3: oh definitely
2: that, <laughs> i that's think that a great could
3: be idea. really fun
2: that That'd be dope. Be a, <laughs> all right so have your people contact our people we look forward to it <laughs> jamie thanks so much for uh for coming on tonight uh we're going to get uh, no four problem. people free tickets to gator growl Thank you so much. Let the gator growl. We'll talk to you soon, Jamie.
3: Let the Gator growl.
2: There it Go is. Gators. I love it. Thanks so much, Jamie. Thank you so
3: much.
2: Let the Gator growl.
0: The gator growl. I a lot of good
2: memories from college from, from Gator Growl. Dan, could you
0: could you mimic a Gator Growl?
2: How this no. I you know, I've never heard a Gator growl. I've heard him grunt. And there's nothing scarier in the world than when you're like walking in the woods at night and all of a sudden you hear the and you know it's not a pig.
0: But. I wouldn't know, bro. Um, I, I, I couldn't. Uh, I, I, I don't even want to be close enough. To even hear that shit, so. Hmm. so you guys ready to do this Tennessee recap, this thrashing recap real quick?
1: Oh, let's close, do
0: it. i us jump right into it.
2: Before we get to our our Tennessee recap, our uh, our game recaps, always sponsored by friends at South Georgia Pecan. Uh, give them a call. Like I said, it's almost holiday season. Holiday season's coming up, so whether you like the uh, the chocolate amaretto pecans or the white chocolate pecans or pistachios. Uh, Cashies, whatever you want, um, give them a call. Uh, South Georgia Pecan Company, my company's using them for um, for our Christmas gifts for our clients. You know, a bunch of people have reached out uh, for that coupon code that we read last week. Uh, so give them a call, South Georgia Pecan Company, uh, 800-732-2646, uh, or you can head over to georgiapecan.com. Whenever you're ready, uh, there's a coupon code that'll give you 10% off your order, and you can use it any single time that you buy. It's SGP. 10 off so sgp uh the numbers one zero and then off so again give them a call 800-732-2646 and you can visit them at georgiapecan.com so boys what you guys think big win over tennessee
1: huge win, huge win. uh yeah we uh, defeated yeah we, for
0: sure. let me go to score we defeated the uh tennis, the balls of tennessee 34-3 um good good offensive game good defensive game Amad
1: Black, what you what you what you got, bro? Just, just you know, both ways. Uh, you know, and we had had a few good special teams plays. You know, guys hustling down the field and stuff. Um, you know, we we had a you know a good air, air attack. Uh, we ran the ball a little bit better. We we blocked a little bit better. Um, I thought our offensive line played better. I don't know how how good Tennessee's defensive line is, uh, but I just know uh, um, you know from from the TV that they, they didn't look that well, that good. Uh, we blocked them pretty well and. Trash had a great game, uh hitting a lot of targets, uh putting a lot of balls on the guys. Uh just made plays.
0: Uh Dan, how do you Big feel balls. about Kyle Trash's performance? I uh, thought
2: it was good. Um, besides Ahmad saying they put all his balls on other guys, uh, yeah. I thought he did a good Ball. job. I think I think all of the things that you that he can improve on are all coachable things. You know, the one interception that he had in uh, double coverage was probably not a pass that he should make again. Uh, I don't think he has that ability with his arm to make that pass now. Uh, So I think a little bit is with decision-making, but I'll give him a ton of credit. He uh, was very, very uh, decisive with the ball. He was able to get the ball where it needed to be, hit a lot of guys in route. Outside of that kind of that lame duck throw uh, that Trayvon Grimes came back and caught him, he's still good, Uh, Good completion, Um, what was it, second play of the game. Uh, I I thought that he played really well. He had 293 yards passing, which is the most for Gator quarterback uh, in their debut since Austin Appleby did the same thing in 2016 against uh, against Tennessee. Um, He had 10.5 yards per attempt, which is the highest in a game since 2015, uh, you know, he really played well, 293 yards, two interceptions. One was a very fluky interception where the guy, you know, uh, bounced, you know, it bounced off of uh, the wide receiver's hands and, and the quarterback was there. So, but I thought overall, I thought he did, he did quite well. What do you think?
4: Yeah,
0: I thought he looked good. Um, same, same throws you, you had issues with, I had issues with, but those are all coachable moments. Um, in his first start, first full game, I thought he looked real good. I thought he looked decisive. A uh, little concerned about the arm strength, like you said, uh, on the deep ball with Grimes. You, if you get that out a little further, throw him in Sprite at six right there.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: he kind of underthrown that, but it still was, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't be complaining about that one on one coverage. Grimes came back and won that one. But uh, overall, I, I love what I've seen out of, out of Trash. Um, how do you feel? I mean, Emory came in, still on some quarterback talk. Uh, Emory Jones came in. It, it was a little weird when he came in. Yeah, with, I think. The Florida game kind of changed. I, I I don't know what Dan had in his mind. I didn't listen to the presser today, but uh, what did you think about Emory Jones and uh, Dan Mullins playing with Emory Jones for the game? I,
2: I was I was confused by it. Um, it didn't seem natural. It just seemed like you know Kyle Trask was playing well, and then he was pulled out. Emory Jones was put in. It was it was pretty easy to determine what he was going to do with the ball, and then Kyle Trask would come back in. He didn't seem like a, It didn't seem like a change of pace. It didn't really seem like anything other than. Hey, we've got to get him in. We've got to get him X number of snaps and, you know, let's just put him in. It it didn't, it didn't vibe for me very well. Um, I think you have to give Kyle Trask the opportunity to, uh, you know, to play, you know, he's still new. I mean, despite the fact that he had a, you know, a seemingly pretty good game, you know, for all intents and purposes, you you have to give him more reps. You know, he's a guy that. Hasn't really thrown the ball. He played. He's played in one game in his career before this one, and that was a half against Missouri. So, um, you know, I'm for giving him reps, and, and I didn't think that Emory Jones really changed anything up. I don't know if they're they're trying to set something up for the future, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, I say you, you give you know Trask the ball and, and and let him sling it for a bit.
0: Okay, Ahmad, what did you think about uh, the same thing? I think the running game opened up a little bit once Emery got in, but. Overall, what do you think about Emory's play and um, the offense when he got in? At both points, um, even from the beginning, it was a little awkward when he got in and it kind of threw up the rhythm. But when he got more snaps in the end of the game, it looked like it flowed a little better with the play calling that was suited for him. What do you think, Ahmad?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with Dan. I think it was kind of it looked kind of forced. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what that's all about. Also, when he got in the game, man, we got to open up the game. I don't know if he's saving them. Um, you know, for other teams or whatnot. But I felt like every time he got in, we ran his own read. Uh, I mean, he, I mean, I don't know. I just I felt like it's, it's just getting him his own read. They don't really want him to throw the ball. If they do let him throw the ball, it's safe passes. Um, yeah, but I am I'm, I'm not sure. I don't I, he played well. I mean he didn't he didn't he didn't do anything, you know, he didn't mess up or anything like that. Uh he did what what, what he had to do. He did what uh he played when his number was called, but um I'm with Dan, you know, I, I felt like they forced it a little bit.
0: Okay, let's focus directly on the run game. Um, the run game did look a little better in the game. It's not that's not saying much because it's been pretty abysmal all fall. So saying it looked better is not saying a whole lot. But it did look better. Um, first half, it was it was more P Ryan's thing. He found a little bit more space today, but on, on reevaluating some film, you can see some cutback lanes here and there. There's also a couple of times when Trash could have cut the ball, but. How do you feel about the offensive
2: line play in the run game for this game? Yeah, I thought it was a little bit better. You know, they're still trying to, you know, figure out what to do. I thought that Damian Pierce uh, was your best running back uh, from the game. He just – he kind of hits the, the hole a little bit different. Uh, pause. And uh, But outside of that, he – you know, I, I thought Piran played better. I thought that this was his best game of the season. I thought his touchdown run was a was a good run, especially shaking off the uh, the tackle there uh, at the feet. But at the end of the day, I'm not seeing the explosiveness or the power that I've seen him run, uh, you know, with in the past. And you know, he's run the ball 48 times, only has 182 yards on the season. He does have three touchdowns, but you know, I'm just not seeing it right now with Piran, and I'm not seeing it with Davis either. You know, Davis put the ball on the ground again. Uh, and that's just not good. We, we can't keep doing that. I, I think that Damian Pierce has probably moved up to your number two running back. Um, and I'm almost to a point where, you know, I almost want to see him get a few more snaps, uh, you know, from P Ryan. So we can see a little bit more uh, to answer your first question though. I thought the line played better, uh, you know, I don't I didn't watch many Tennessee games before this one. I know that they have some talent. Uh, you know, on that defensive line. We had uh, you know, the two guests last week that talked about their defensive line probably being the stronger of their units. I, and I thought that Brett Hagee, obviously SEC offensive lineman of the week. Um, I thought he played well. I thought Richard Garage, when he played in, uh, he did a really good job too. Uh, offensive line still is not great in terms of getting to the second level, but I thought that they had probably one of their their I'm going to say they had their best game against the Power Five uh, team. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah,
0: for yeah, sure. I th- yeah, I think they look uh, a little better, but like I that like, that's not saying much. But like, what's
1: your opinion? Yeah, they definitely look better. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a long, grueling season. Um, the, the meat of our schedule is about to, to come up um, at the Townsend game, and we're really going to see what they all about. I know, you know, and I know for a fact, uh, you know, having and those guys are going to have them coast up to the best of their ability. Uh, so now it's gonna be on on the guys, to, you know, get better and, and focus a little bit better, getting getting the, get in the uh, playbook, um, you know, so they they can understand what they their assignment is on different looks that we're gonna probably receive.
0: Yeah, I think um, they, they they play a little better. Uh, Hagee look look better. Um, Buchanan look decent, but I think overall, like the Lance, is just, I don't know if it's injury or if he's healthy, but. The answer is like a liability out there. It, like
4: yeah.
0: for a tackle, the way he's missing on blocks, can become at some point dangerous. You know, I think Garage
2: absolutely was a
0: little better and more athletic when he got out there. I think mm-hmm. they need to try something different at that tackle spot. I don't know if he's not happy with yeah. what's going on, but even in one timeout we had the call. It looked like like there was something missing. Dan was in his face a little bit. I just want to see something different at that spot at this point, man. I think Garage. When it's having the hat, I think he's look. He looks more athletic. He can move around, and do some different stuff. Then I think he looks like the most athletic offensive lineman we got. I don't know what's his his deal. What he's missing, but he looks athletic in the park.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know why he's not playing more. I, I like him. I like that that lineup uh, that you were just talking about. I, you know. I, I like Delance. Um I think he's still injured though. Um I don't know if it's the ankle that's still bothering his ankle, right? Um he, he just doesn't seem a hundred percent healthy out there and I know he was receiving rave reviews in the uh, the off season. Uh- but I'm not seeing it, you know, uh, Auburn's got a great uh, defensive line and they're going to have to battle that. They're going to have to battle LSU. They're going to have to battle Georgia. And I would rather get garage, let you know him take a couple of, uh, you know, hits against Towson, get him prepared because, you know, Auburn's going to come and they're going to come heavy. I mean, we've got to figure out a way to be able to get past that defensive line, uh, you know, both in the run game. And then also on the flip side of that, you, you can't potentially threaten, you know, missing a block so bad that, you know, Trask, you know, gets blindsided or he gets hit, you know, and then you're down to Emory Jones, right? You're, then you're down to Emory Jones in a walk-on, right? So you've got to get your your best group out there that's going to keep the quarterback, uh, you know, healthy. And, and right now it looks like Richard Garage is playing better than Gene DeLance in that regard.
1: Yeah, I think also, man, it, it, it's it's a a big responsibility to get the coaches, uh, well, for the coaches to get the best players out there because, you know, uh, for Trask to trust his offensive linemen, Uh, that'll be better for us for he can see the the field a little bit better and and trust that his guys are having the block um, and having his back to where he can make the deep passes. Um, Because if you don't trust your offensive linemen and you get happy feet back there, it's going to be a long season for us.
0: Another thing, too, while you're saying that, I I want to say this, too. I had it on my mind. I don't know why it slipped. Uh, There are things that that, that Franks do better than Kyle. There's some things Kyle do better than Franks. One thing that Kyle does do better than Franks that I like, he's very patient in the pocket, sometimes too damn patient but he's very patient in the pocket. He's going to go through, he's not going to rush anything and he's not as erratic. So him being just, just poised, I think he's way more poised than Frank. And I like, I like that about his game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I like about his game too. I don't think he's going to try to force anything. Uh, You know, he was able to get the ball. He's been able to work the tight end uh, into the game as well, which is, uh, you know, what I like, Uh, you know, seeing, you know, more out of Kyle Pitts and uh, you know, but, steady stream of, of being able to, to look through some of his reads and, you know, get the ball to the right person. He know, hitting a lot of, you know, players in stride and, you know, made a lot of good check decisions downs. out there.
0: Yeah, a lot, yeah. Yeah, a lot of checkdowns. Mm-hmm. They go on the stat sheet as, as, a, as a 16, 17-yard catch, but it was a checkdown. It was the right play. And he did a Absolutely. lot of good, man. Um, yeah, yeah. A couple good runs, too. Yeah, yeah. He got a little greedy. It's a, couple, it's a couple of those read actions he can keep here and there, too. Yeah. But, Sure. Overall, you can't that's
1: gonna that's gonna come in over over time. You get more comfortable. Yeah, yeah,
0: he'll get a rhythm for the game. Yeah,
1: sure, sure. Well, I think I think what struck me the most is you know when he get in trouble, um, I've seen him throw the ball away a few times, and that's what we need. We can't take those sacks, throw it in, in in the double coverage, or you know when you try to make something out of nothing. Sometimes we just got to get to the next play. Um, and I've I've seen Trash throw the ball out of bounds when exactly where we need him to to, to get us to the next play.
0: Okay, we had uh. uh uh, Amari Burney sighting, a big sighting this weekend. My man was uh, around the ball often. Uh, he was missing two games, and, and we kind of missed his presence in the Kentucky game with lack of speed at linebacker and, and covering guys on those downs like that. And I think we got to see what the coaches and, and all the writers and stuff were raving about in the off season and doing camp of uh, his versatility, what he brings to the game. what did you like out? what did you see um, with, with, with Amari Burney, Black?
1: He's just so versatile. You could put him, you know, anywhere, basically on the field because uh, a guy makes plays. And you, you saw on Saturday, he, you know, he made a few plays and, and got it, got an interception. I'm sorry. Um, you know, I just, I'm, I'm just so excited to, to have him there because that just brings a, a, another uh, piece of depth, you know, to, to our, our, our secondary. If he's back there at the secondary and at, at linebacker. Um, so, you know, the, the, the healthier we be uh, going to this, this, this good stretch of games, I think the better off we'll be.
2: Yeah, absolutely, you know, you know, he said it, you know, he's he's fast, he's versatile, uh, I like the way that he plays, you know, I think that he could play, you know, safety star or linebacker, I like him a lot, and, you know, he adds a lot, you can tell he's a missing piece, obviously he got that interception, so, you know, it's good to have him back, hopefully he can stay healthy, and that's just another piece to that, to that defense that, you know, I think is playing pretty well this year.
0: Now, for a half of football in the Kentucky game, um, fans got a little antsy, and got a little, um, no, we get, it, bro. We not friends. get his fans. Get people talking about Grantham and and, and 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 the type of defense he was calling. Right now, uh, we turn over the ball nine times in four games. We've only allowed ten points off of those nine turnovers. That's exceptional defense. Mm-hmm. Um, Todd Grantham is doing a good sure. job uh, with sudden changes. I mean, you put your team, your defense in a bad spot. And they're getting off the field with teams not scoring points after being put in bad situations. That's a good defense, man. Um, what's your opinion on on the defense and, and the type of game? Grantham's calling. with what people being injured and his his main best guys not even playing? Uh, what's yeah, let me then?
2: let me give you a few other things you know about the defense. Um, they're obviously they rank number one uh, in the in the country in sacks. They actually have more sacks through four games this year than they did in all of uh, the 2013 season which is which is fascinating but um you know the Gators only allowed Tennessee to score once in the red zone uh, and they've only allowed opponents to score five times and that's a field goal or a touchdown uh five times in the 10 times that they've been there that's that's second in the country they're second in the country in interceptions um you know i think that they're playing well you know it, Third down defenses, you know, there's some question marks against you know Kentucky and third down defense. But all in all, you know, it's a team that's replacing you know a number of starters. They've you know they're missing uh, C.J. Henderson right now. They're you know they're they're replacing some folks. You know, Jabari Zuniga and. You know, I think that everything that that, that we're doing on defense is, is good enough. Now, they're they're tightening up a lot. Uh, you know, I'm I'm impressed to see some of the changes and especially a lot of the adjustments that they're making. So, you know, I think the defense is really coming in on its own. And, you know, if you can get, you know, Zuniga healthy and once C.J. Uh, Henderson gets back out there, I mean, I think that they've got a really solid group. And, you know, we saw, and I know we might get into this a little bit more, but we saw Marco Wilson with an interception. I thought that he had a great game, you know, playing, you know, Jawan Jennings and, and Callaway, who are, are two, you know, Upper end, you know, sec, you know, type uh wide receivers,
0: yeah,
1: absolutely. People yeah, gotta understand, Man, that you know, the coaches they call uh certain plays for certain scenarios, also with their personnel. You can't just call anything with, with anybody on the field, um, you know, because as soon as we get beat, then they're gonna be looking at them like, What the hell? Why you calling? Oh, right? Absolutely, you yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, so, yeah. uh, so you just you know, that we pay Grantham for the big bucks, let him handle that. You know, he, he's been having success so far, we just need to sit back and. And kick our feet up, man, and watch the guys uh, run around.
0: Uh, There was a little, little uproar after the game. Um, It's, it's always going to be this 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 thing. It's been around for a little while with the fans and, and, and the players. It just happens. It's always going to be a thing. Like Michael P. Ryan mentioned it at SEC Media Days uh, by saying that the fans are a little wishy-washy. After the game, Marco Wilson had a bad game, the Kentucky game, and the Miami game, some would say. He missed some tackles, got beat on some passes. Uh, the fans were, were, were critical. I'm not going to say all fans, but some of the fans were critical. I can't put a blanket statement on the whole fan base. Marco put out something. I guess he was getting a lot of congratulations about the game play. Uh, he responded with uh, chill with the fake love. Mama, you are a former player. What's your opinion on that? Um we, we've just been a lot of guys even with the franks hushing the crowd i know it's a different time what's your what's your take on on, on that that situation
1: now guys they need to stay on social media and we say that till we to we blew in the face and the cows come home because they're gonna they're gonna be boys in, in college and you know human beings you know uh but that's that's the main thing dog. we have to deal with all this social media for real i mean twitter was just coming out when i was in school so people were talking you know crazy about you here and there but Man, I, I just don't understand, man. If you here to play football, go play football. Why are you here to entertain? I mean, the fans going to be – they're going to be fans when you win, when you winning and fans when you losing. They're just going to talk shit while they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if we go 0-10, it's still going to be people at the game next year when, when the season starts back up. Um, So just go out and handle what you need to do. Don't worry about the people because the people going to cheer for you. So, you know, they could – you know, just – Go out there and play. I don't I think I'm, I'm, that's
0: just error. I I'm, think this,
1: I think I'm just this, so sick of it, dog. I'm, I mean, no, I know it.
0: I'm tired of it. I feel you, but one thing about like covering this and just following and it's a different era, bro. Um, these kids, social media isn't just, oh, don't respond to social media. These kids are social media kids that grew up on this all their life. It's just a different era than what we played ball in, what we grew up in. Huh? And I think, like, they are searching themselves. They, they are searching their name. They are seeing what's being said about them. Okay, and, and they are gonna be on. Oh, I don't care if the players say they are they, not on it. They're on it. They're on there looking for that stuff, man. And I think. he's <laughs> he said he's malicious. I think um, a lot of love is fake, and I think like it's gotta be to a certain point. Like these guys got platforms. If it, if if you feel like on your little small platform, you can thrash a player. I think on their biggest, they may be a lot but I don't see nothing wrong with it, bro. I just think that's that's part of sports now. Players having a voice and being able to say what they want to say and, and, and talk to fans. It's not just, I mean, guys like Kevin Durant do it, bro. I mm-hmm. mean, forget Marco Wilson. Like, it's big name players in, in the NFL and NBA that do the same thing with social media. They're going to respond back to fans and say things here and there. It's just a different era.
1: These guys gotta understand too, though, man. Some of these guys uh, that 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 say things to these players, they don't really expect for the players to even re- respond to that shit. That's why sometimes they be saying some of that crazy stuff. But then on the, on the other hand, you got guys who just want a response out of you, just to say they got a response from mm-hmm. you. Yeah, You know, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, yeah.
1: you know the, the difference between the two, man. Because
0: but he never replied to a fan, and I like he just did it on his own. So I don't. Yeah. I mean, he's paying attention. He didn't lash out and getting his emotions about it. I'm pretty sure he know he gotta get better, but he felt a certain type of way, you know what I'm saying? So he voiced that in his own little way. Dan, what you got on it, man? Let's get the um uh, the Caucasian version of this.
2: Yeah, no, I <laughs> um yeah, you got you guys, you know, said it you guys hit both sides of it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I I take the side of, you know, Marco Wilson, you know, it's you're a 19, 20 year old kid. You know, 21. I don't know how old he is. Um, you know, and you're you're giving out your all. And you know, sometimes, you know, if anybody knows that they're not having a great game, it's Marco Wilson, right? You know, he's a guy that has played at an elite level probably his entire life, and you know, he's coming back from an injury, and you know, he probably was a little rusty. And then, you know, what happens is people, you know, say stuff, and then all of a sudden he says something back, and all of a sudden people are butthurt hurt about it. Um, you know, it's those same people that are criticizing all the players play when they're not playing very well, and then all of a sudden a player says something back. And you're like whoa 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 why are you so mad you know at the end of the day you know you have to remember that these kids and we've talked about it on this podcast before you know these kids are are still 18 19 20 years old uh you know they're giving their best i mean you know at the end of the day you know if you have an opinion let it fly but don't get mad if somebody responds back to it i guess it's, i mean they it's care really about the only what thing the I have.
0: fans think whether it's good or bad they care you know what I'm saying? they do
2: they're they're people they right care. i mean they're not yeah. robots right. For sure.
0: hey, if we say this, like just shut it off, man. There's times I'm just I'm not even I don't I don't have the following they have or or, or the, right. to be, my life to be critiqued. I get tired of people just mentioning me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, absolutely. Long been in their shoes and just and being that age, they're not as wise and as true as us old people, bro. So
4: I yeah, get I mean, it, I man, think that's
0: it's,
2: that's the biggest but, thing for me is like you know I just I I I wish people would remember that you know, it's a game, you know, that you're not playing, you know, let these kids do, you know, if they're messing up, these kids know if they mess up before you even know if they mess up, right? Like they mess up and you probably don't even think that they're messing up. Right. So like these guys are going to hear it in the film room. They're going to hear, you know, during the game, they're going to hear after the game. At the end of the day, we don't need to continuously throw our players under the bus. It's just not something that that we need to do. Yeah, Yeah, You know, there's a
0: difference in in saying a guy got beat and a guy got trashed.
2: Well, you know and that's I mean. why we, we don't – but we don't know what he's responding to, right? You know, I don't know yeah. if it's, you know, comments that people made on social media. I don't know if it's commentators. I don't know if it's a coach. You don't know, you know, where his heart is from that. Uh, you know, so I think it's okay to be critical, uh, and I think it's okay to point out, you know, things if you know what you're talking about or if you know what's happening. But on the flip side of that, you know, let these kids, you know, do their thing. You You can say a comment out loud. You don't need to criticize or at the kid on Twitter. You're not accomplishing anything by doing that. Um, but that's my Caucasian stance. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I just have better things to do than, than add a 20 year old, you know, yeah. playing a sport that I was never good enough to play. Right. Um,
1: that's crazy.
2: Yeah. It's just, I, I, I don't know. I guess I just don't have that time or, you know, people that, that exist to, to be negative.
1: Right. You know, I, I you guess have, that's their the way of trolling, I guess. Yeah.
2: I, yeah I mean, these kids have, let's see, 13, 26, 42 potential chances to play. And you're going to try to ruin it, you know? I, I don't know. I, it just seems to me like a waste of time. But uh, you know, I've hard. learned on the internet that people have more time than me. So, absolutely, man. <laughs> um,
0: but this is going to show you. I mean, got a bad week. And then next week, bounced back. So if we win, I mean, it's time for that. We had uh, who get, who needs to get better last week? Uh, that was my guy. He got better. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It was no, it was no. He's trash or nothing like that. No, we know what he's came above. We know his mm-hmm. potential. We know what he came in doing. He got to play better. He played better uh, this week. Um, who got better? Did you guy get better? My guy got
2: better. Did you your guy get better, Dan? Uh, I don't remember who my guy was. Um, shoot, I'm trying to remember. Uh, but I know what I got to get better for the future. Um, who who got to get better? Got to get P Ryan better. Um, P Ryan is a guy that you know was a potential. Uh, very, very dark horse Heisman candidate, but definitely a potential for, you know, first, second team, you know, all SEC and we're just not, we're not seeing it out of him. I need to see him, you know, attack the hole a little bit better. I need to see him with a little bit, you know, better vision, you know, but at the end of the day, he's a guy that, you know, averaged, you know, more than six yards a carry in his career. And now he's averaging in the mid threes. So, you know, I got to see him get better because if he gets better, you know, then, then, then Trask gets better too, because now there's a, a real threat to run. Uh, so that's
0: my guy that that I've got
1: to get better. Black, who well, you got got to get better this week? Um, I got to get better. The got to get better is uh, Malik Davis. I mean, he's our home mm-hmm. run threat. He he's one of the guys with Kadarius Tony being out right now. Um, he's one of the guys that we're looking for to make the huge play as, like he did his freshman year. Um, you know, last sure. year he was out the injury, and this year he came back. And you know, all I've been saying is I'm putting the, the ball on the ground. Uh, which I know happens sometimes, you know, being a running back. But, you know, we, we need more big plays than we do those kind of plays. So, you know, if you get more big plays, uh, you know, the the, the the fumbles and stuff somewhat go get get kicked under the rug. But if you're not making those big plays, then the fumbles come become more noticeable. So, uh, Malik Davis.
0: My guy to get better guy is Gene DeLance uh, or whoever's going to be playing mm-hmm. that tackle spot. I think uh, – and pass protection overall we look good, but that spot in the run game, everything looks below average right now. But in passing, everybody looks to be kind of stout and holding their own. But Gene Delance, I think, is a liability. If we gotta get better there by moving them and getting garage, I just think we need to get better at that type of spot. Uh I don't know if we figure that out the Townsend game because we're not gonna be going against Ooh. a real uh, you know what I'm saying, FBS sec type school. So Ooh. We'll find out what we got our ring week as far as that tackle spot. We got better, but we got to get better at that that spot if we want to make a run at SEC East.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, talson isn't a slouch, you know, they're not an FBS team, you know, they are ranked number four, number five in the FCS right now. So, you know, this is an opportunity while they're not an SEC team, you can still, you know, work out some kinks, you know, with that offensive line, you can work out some kinks with Trask and then, you know, hopefully I don't know if it's a confidence issue. I don't know what it is with Piran, but this might be a good opportunity to try to get him or, you know, you test an opportunity with Damian Pierce, um, you know, maybe getting a few more carries.
0: Speaking of Townsend, let's get into this, this Townsend uh, preview brought to you by the good folks at Gator Kicks. <laughs> hey, man, any any shoes y'all need customized, uh, done, or you need the, the, the Dan Mullen Fours or any Jordans, uh, Holler at my boys at the Gator Kicks. Uh, they're on Twitter. They have a website as well. They're on Instagram. Uh, they do pretty much anything. You got an idea, hit them up. That do it. They just hooked up my man Tate Casey. They've uh, done work, my man Brandon Spice, Eddie Rojas. A lot of players, uh, the former players, everybody getting their Gator gear and their the their, their shoes from the Gator kicks. Also got my man Ahmad Black, the legendary T-shirt. So holla at us, man! Let's get into this Towson game. We got a writer, then?
2: Yeah, we got it. We 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 searched far and wide to get a writer for this game. Towson's three and one right now. They just lost a overtime yeah. thriller to Villanova. So let's get uh, let's get this guest on, Cam. Let's talk a little Towson. I don't know if I can talk for more than probably 10 minutes about Towson, guys, but we're going to give it our best shot. I got yeah. time,
0: sure. man. It, was, it, it had an overtime thriller with Villanova. I want to hear
2: about it. Yeah. Yes so. <laughs> I'm here for it. Cam, hook it up, bro.
0: You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale.
2: And joining us, we got Matt Schlissel from TowsonFans.com. You can find him at, out at, uh, pardon me, on Twitter at, at Towson Tiger Zone. Matt, how are you tonight? I'm oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Good, man, good. Hey, uh, we don't know much about Towson. Uh, talk to us about Towson. Talk to us about uh, the younger quarterback of Joe Flacco. Uh, talk to us what about what we can expect out of uh, the Towson Tigers uh, this weekend.
5: Well, no problem. Well, floor is, what, ninth in the country in FBS? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Towson is 10th in in the FCS. Uh, okay. that's a big difference. I mean, there's 63 scholarships to, what, 85. So, yep. I mean, Tom Flacco... An interesting story. Of course, the younger brother, youngest brother of Joe, is that other brothers as well. They're much bigger. Tom's only about six, six one, two ten, but much faster. Ran a four or five coming out of high school. Uh, went to Western Michigan first. Was more of a running quarterback. I think was Winnick. I think was a the quarterback there. He's behind him, then he transferred to Rutgers. Supposed to get playing time there, and then in the spring. I guess he was third or fourth there. And of course, Rutgers usually doesn't make the right decision because he'd probably be pretty good for them right now. Um, mm-hmm. So he decided the his last year to transfer to Towson, which was last season. And, uh, you know, he was closer to his brother at the time. was mm-hmm. able to babysit. Joe's got a bunch of kids. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, Tom was outstanding. He's not just a good runner, a good passer. Um, the best player they've had is Terrence West. And in that year, Terrence... 2013, Towson went to the FCS championship. Terrence was a pretty good running back, and then I felt a few good years. Was a great runner in FCS. Left as a junior, by the way. He had oh. 41 touchdowns that year. Um, and that year, actually, 2000 or oh, the year before, excuse me, 2012, when Towson did not make the playoffs, they played Kent State and LSU as guarantee games. And against LSU, they lost 39-23. They're actually up early in that game. They really battled a, a great LSU team. Yeah, I remember team. that game, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'm not saying that's going to happen here. I'm not saying this seems as good as that one in 2012 or 2013, but they're pretty good. Unfortunately for them, they lost Shane Simpson, the top running back, a couple of weeks ago, and the, their win over Maine, Shane got hurt, uh, blew out his knee in the uh, on a kickoff return. He was one of the best kickoff and of punt returners in the country and also a good running back, good out of the backfield. I mean, I think he had a, a long shot at the NFL if he'd stayed healthy, but he's done through mm-hmm. the year, maybe his, maybe his career. So more more pressure now on Flacco to as a runner and as a passer. So it's, it's going to be on his shoulders. And he's pretty good whether he yeah. does well in this game. It's, you know, against a great Florida defense, who knows. But uh, they're going to have to put sure. up some points, obviously, to win this.
2: Yeah, so Flacco is the leading rusher both in yards and attempts on
5: the season. And is that right? Yeah, yeah, he was last so. year as well. I don't know about attempts okay. last year, but but Simpson was also in there in the mix as well, and also a very good receiver. But yeah, that's a big loss for Towson. Yeah, they only have three backs left. Eddy Fenrad is their sort of their short short yardage guy. Mm-hmm. He's about two hundred twenty pounds and. I think he's got seven or eight touchdowns right now, but he's not. He, they'll probably rotate three, two or three backs with Simpson gone. Uh, but, yeah, Flacco, they'll run a lot of RPO with him, and uh, he's got some pretty good receivers, but they're also yeah. probably going to miss one of their best, uh, Jabari Allen, who's about 6'3", 6'4". He's, he's got a knee issue, not a major one, but I don't think, I don't see him playing in this. So. Uh, town has got a pretty good depth at receiver, but, the, yeah. again, they, they can't replace Shane Simpson at running back, so. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for them to score. Their offensive line is big though. They they go about three sixty at right tackle. Uh, DeMarcus Kilmore is a Juco transfer. It's probably average around three twenty, three twenty five overall, which is big for an FCS line. So but whether they whether they can handle Florida is another issue, but but they're they're pretty big and physical. But they're coming off a tough loss Saturday night against Villanova overtime loss where they had a they were up by a field goal with a minute and a half left. They had a uh Villanova fourth and ten at their own seven and Villanova converted that and went on to kick the game time field goal and ended up winning in overtime. So difficult loss for Towson and uh you know obviously it's, it's gonna be difficult for them to bounce back in, against Florida and then they have a bye. I'm sure. guessing they're hoping that Florida's uh looking ahead, which I'm sure they should. I'm, I'm yeah, assuming- you know Florida's
2: Florida's got a couple kinks that they're still trying to work out with some offensive line changes, potentially. And obviously, they have a new quarterback that, that's played in one game, you know, so I would imagine that they'll probably keep him in for a while just to get him some more practice. But uh, and I know that you mentioned a lot on the offense. What, is, what does their
5: defense look like? Anything? Uh, anybody stand out there? Um, again, they've had some injuries. Ricky DeBerry was a transfer from Oklahoma a linebacker. Last year he played defensive end. Uh, this year he was an inside linebacker and four star guy. Also blew out his knee, unfortunately. They played the Citadel in the opener, and that's when he got hurt. Um, they, they won that game. They have uh, Robert Hayward, who's an undersized type of guy, about 5'10", 2'30". He had a six against Villanova. He's probably their best linebacker. And again, into the injury front, they had a few FPS transfers on the defensive line. Ron Johnson uh, out of Michigan. It just arrived. He came from Rutgers. He was... <laughs> He's already assigned with Rutgers he basically did, but as a grad transfer. So uh, I guess somehow he wasn't. He didn't graduate on time. So uh, I don't know if Harbaugh did something up there with his transcript, but eventually he ended up at Towson. And then on Saturday night, he blew out his knee. So I, I don't – I mean, that's not official, but I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, certainly won't be there against Flora, probably not for the rest of the season. So he was one. A guy named Jesus Gibbs, who was a transfer from South Carolina at a four-star guy. Okay. Hasn't played much. A redshirt freshman, Six four, about 290. Good athlete, but hasn't played a lot. I think he's had a toe issue. And, uh, you know, having to say, Hey, where's the guy? Kobe Tippett, the safety, has three interceptions. If that name sounds familiar, Father Andre. You know, when he Hall of Famer. Yeah. doesn't uh, resemble Andre in terms of size. He's only about 5'9, 190. But playmaking safety, um, you yeah, know, the corners aren't bad. Uh, Brandon Schumann is a transfer from Purdue, not bad uh, at a cornerback. You also have Troy Vincent Jr. Okay. <laughs> another, another, another tra- a lot of transfers, you know, so, uh, kind a of this year. Because, of course, guys sure. can play right away. Uh, he doesn't play a whole lot. He plays mainly on special teams and uh, like a nickel safety sometimes or dime situations. But yeah, he, he's just—it's kind of like FCS. I mean, that's sort of what happens, especially in the Colonial. You know, where you're trying to compete with James Madison and and the like. You know, they're they're James Madison's the top dog of the CAA, and, and Towson's just trying to get get to that level. they made the playoffs last year. They're trying to go a little bit farther this year, and we'll see what uh-huh. happens. Perfect. And Matt, last
2: question for you. What, what do you have as a score prediction?
5: Oh, uh, I'd probably say something like 38 to 10, 40 to 10. And okay. that, and that. you know, which I don't even know what the line is. is, the is the yeah, they don't
2: They don't have a line. Uh, they don't do a lot of FBS, FCS lines. They know that uh, Odd Shark had the game at 48 to 2.8. Uh, so 48 yeah. to three, I think it'll be a little bit closer than that um, because I do think that, that Flacco can run the ball. And I think, you know, maybe in garbage time, you guys might score a couple of times, but uh, you know, Florida was able to shut out Tennessee Martin, who I know isn't quite as good as, as you guys are, um, you know, and and they, you know, held Tennessee
5: to three points. So um, yeah. You know, we'll, I know what's we'll the Tennessee game. I watched the Tennessee game and obviously they're not good at all. I don't know what's happened there, but their right. defense has certainly been impressive, but I guess they haven't really are it you know, they've got a t- obviously a tougher schedule coming up after Towson. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, I still, I think Florida is going to look at this game because they have Auburn, you know, right after, uh, you know, Towson. So, you know, I don't think it's as much of a slouch week as, you know, some other uh, schools might make it just cause they've got to be prepared for Auburn. Who's playing pretty well. And I'm sure they might want to try some things out, but, uh, but, Matt, we appreciate you coming on, talking a little Towson football. We didn't really know what we were going to do to fill this segment, so we appreciate you uh, you doing that for us. Um, if people want to follow you, get some updates on uh, Towson. Tell everybody where they can find you. Yeah, Towsonfans.com.
5: You know, we, we we chat every Saturday, every football game. Uh, we have a little chat function there on our, on our site, and we'll talk uh, during the game on the, the SEC Network. We're excited about that because we don't get a chance to uh, – get many national TV games. So uh, it should be exciting.
2: Absolutely. Well, Matt, we appreciate you coming on. Hopefully you pick up a few followers and, uh, and thanks so much. And uh, good luck the rest of the season. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thanks thanks life, man. Man. Towson up? football. You guys have any other thoughts on Towson? Uh, not, not
0: really. No. Uh, shout out to Joe Flacco's little brother. Uh, she yep. wants to talk about us for this mm-hmm. game. Um, Things I would like to see us get better at and, and work on. Um, what you got in mind? What do you want to see? Yeah, I want to see
2: uh, you know, I talked a little bit about it with P Run. I want to see our offensive line get better, and then I want to continue to get some more reps from Ari Bernie. I thought he played well. Uh, you know, Kyrie Elam, you know, wanna you wanna see some of those guys that we were able to see against UT Martin get some uh, get some burn. But at the end of the day, you know, this is that time to continue to work on timing with uh your quarterback and your uh, wide receivers and, and tight ends. So, I mean, all I want to do is see a, a clean, healthy football game. I want to see Florida dominate the way that they should, you know, come out to an early lead, want to eliminate the sloppiness, um, you know, and just put, put together a, a good game, right? I mean, Florida should win this game. There's no reason that they shouldn't. There's no reason they shouldn't come close to to blowing them out. Uh, you know, Florida should put together a good win and then ultimately at the end of the day get, uh, get healthy. Or stay healthy.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the main thing is, is for, the, for the Gators to come out of this game healthy. Uh, I want to see, um, you know, the, the offensive line fire off the ball. I want to see uh, Trash, you know, like uh, make, make, some, make some some big plays, one or two, um, that, that, to get the timing down a little bit uh, before we go into the Auburn game. And um, I, I don't think these guys should, should stay in too much um, for this Townsend game. I just, I'm, I'm just so scared of these injuries and um, mm-hmm. accidental things that could can, that can possibly happen. Uh, I just want to get out of this game healthy.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I also want to see um, – I got to see – shout out to Chris Bogle. Um, yeah. I got to see a lot of Chris Bogle last game, young freshman, fresh off a of high school campus, and he out there getting meaningful minutes. It wasn't just garbage time. He was playing in the midst of of, of, of real football. Uh, so I, I want to see – I think I was told we probably hear something on the Cox decision, the, the transfer so I heard we may hear something something on that decision this week. If he's freed up, i love to see him get some minutes, Bo, yep. Chatfield, all, all those young guys on the defensive line. Diabate taking him some snaps at backer, uh, off the edge. I just want to see young boys just get some reps. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to see, man. Rest Chris Henderson, um, mm-hmm. rest Zoo. Get greener, mm-hmm. some rest as soon as possible. Let's put these boys away, Sit the starters down. And let these young guys develop and get get some playing time, man. And, and just play freshmen. They're good to show recruits and, and that we're gonna put freshmen in. We blow teams out and we can mm-hmm. get freshmen on the field to get some experience.
2: You you mentioned his name, then we can move on to our next segment. But you mentioned his name, so I want to bring it up. You know, we all thought that Jonathan Greenard was going to be really good Grenard when he came to UF. I don't know if anybody anticipated that the animal that he's playing like he's. You know, he's working himself into a really high draft grade. You know, the, the kid has come to play. He works hard in every play. You know, he loves the team. He celebrates on the sidelines. So, so, big shout out to Jonathan Grenard. I big fan of him.
0: Yeah, same here, bro. Uh, I like the energy. Uh, I don't know. Where our leadership would have came from if, if he didn't come to the defense side of the ball. I mean, as far as vocal leader, and emotional leader on the field, you know, sideline, he's that guy. I mean, you gotta love it. Oh, uh, yeah. let's get into we got we got we got a guest. We got a special guest. What's going on, man? Uh,
1: yeah, call up call up Rainey and see see what he got going on. <laughs> Chris, just Chris
0: said that's so light, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I know he
2: does the most <laughs> lackluster introductions. I,
1: I, this I, I, was, I, I know you was going you wanted me to introduce him. My bad. I thought we were just cool and they're gonna wait for, for uh McCavin to call him. My bad, dog.
0: This week's guest of the week is brought to you by Bright Insurance and Financial Services. We got my man Chris Rainey coming on to hang out with us. But anything you need insured from the panhandle to the keys, holler at my man Greg at nine five four five eight nine two two zero four, and he'll take care of you. Any needs whatsoever. If you're going through storm stuff and you need somebody to talk to, if you need some deductible questions, whatever you need, holler at my man Greg. Big policies, baby. Let's get it. Let's hang out with Chris rain Let's do this. You have now arrived at Stadium and
1: Gale. First time on Stadium and Gale. We got a a Gator legend. We got a a Lakeland High School Dreadnought legend. Uh, One of my favorite teammates ever. Um, We grew up, you know, from ankle low to a centipede. Uh, He got drafted by the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers in the fifth round in 2012. Uh, Chris Rainey, what's up, man?
4: Well, uh, I wish I was a legend. I saw uh, somebody show me uh, Tebow, uh video talking about his jersey selling. <laughs> I'm saying, so,
1: so 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 I'm saying you you don't feel like you are a legend? I mean, listen guys, I I'm not gonna lie to y'all. When we were probably in the way
4: Tebow talking about, I well, look, guess we ain't.
1: Look, look <laughs> no, we, we was in maybe sixth or seventh grade, and I promise you, so everybody in the city of Lakeland knew who Chris Rainey was. He was literally a household name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, way He's back. He's
0: a household name in the whole in the whole state, bro. Yeah,
1: I'm telling you. So I don't know what this man is talking about. He's tripping. Everybody knew Rain Man. So, uh, yeah. Talk talk to us, Rainy, about um, uh, you know, growing up in Lakeland. Um, uh, you know, how did you grow up a little bit, and you know, uh, how you got to the University of Florida.
4: Uh, well, first of all, he ain't good for me because my mom was in prison. had me in prison so at that time my mama and grandma was going at it at that time so luckily my grandma uh looked ahead and said hey i'll go do this she went to pick me up three days later so i was raised by my grandma dad was in prison uh well so i used to play football in the streets by myself To the point that my grandma was sick of it, so she said, "I'm gonna sign you up for football." And my best friend at that time was my dog, and her name was Sugar Baby. My grandma named
1: her. Hello, hello. All right. So for 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 all the people who listening, so Randy ain't know how to whistle when we was younger, right? (laughs) All right. So because he didn't know how to whistle, and the dog Sugar Baby would be, you know, on the next so Randy would have to communicate with Sugar Baby, but this man couldn't whistle, so. Instead of whistling, Rainy, tell them what you used to do.
4: Well, to this day I still can't whistle. So uh, <laughs> my trick instead of whistle, this was my trick. I I don't know how I made this noise, but I made the noise and it was like <laughs> <laughs> it loud. It loud. And single comes running, dog. So As soon as I make that noise, you see a dog just running fast as head towards me to make sure I'm <laughs> straight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. So I uh, really
4: don't know how I got
1: that noise. I don't know. <laughs> so, so you so you know, you, you got raised by your grandma. Um, you went to Lakeland High School. Talk a, talk a little bit about Lakeland High School and, and, and Coach Castle and how was that experience?
4: Well, because all of us in middle school. Uh, and Coach Castle came to the school and all that kind of stuff because he was a legend. My whole family went to Lakeland, so they played um, with him. So he ended up coming to our school, talked to him, everything. So my chance to come to Lakeland, he uh, was a senior running back. Damn, what's his name? I forgot what his name was. Which one? I was a freshman. He called me out in the race. And I bumped him. And then my name just started going around and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Jamar Taylor was a star and tailback at that time. I was sixth grade. I did a lot of special teams and all that kind of stuff. And freshman year, we made it to the playoffs. We played Hillsburg in Hillsborough. They beat us 41-14. to 14. I won to start at that time. So the following year, sophomore year, I end up being the starter. And I was telling everybody, hey, since I'm the starter, we're going to win championships championship if you want to play with me, I'm, I guarantee you're going to win a championship and all that kind of stuff. So, we got to the playoffs that year. We ended up playing Hillsborough again in the third round at Statehouse. And we beat them 40-14. to 14. I had revenge on them. And then the following the year to June year. Hold on.
1: Hold on. Before you go past that, Dan and Silk, these boys played Hillsboro. Now, mind you, I was, at, I was at Kathleen still, so I transferred the next year. This man scored four times in the first half, bro. So he, mm-hmm. so when he said revenge, he kind of downplayed that a little bit. This man scored four times in the first half. Mm-hmm. All
0: right, continue. You're a little too, you little too humble, uh, uh, rainy,
4: bro. You yeah, like, man. Look, I, oh I, no, I, you around, rain like, on, on us. Career, he, you better oh, ask shit. my. I was humble, but uh, <laughs> at the same time, every <laughs> game,
1: the, bro. It, the it's, it's, be, it's been, it's been times, dog. I, I can name you two. Two game, three games, like right now, where this man was like, "Man, I'm ready to play." Like, I'm gonna score on the first play of the game, and I'm like, "Randy, shut the hell up!" Like, all right, I know you're ready to play, but then like, you're talking some bullshit. And then the first play of the game, this man go untouched. Like, and I'm like, "What the hell, dog?" Like, <laughs> it, it really like that for real, bro.
4: But yeah, it got to the point that we saw a bet, and say, "Man, I bet you won't score on the first play." Okay, that bet, Ben. <laughs>
1: All right. So talk about. All right. So now it's time to get recruited and stuff. I know all the schools are after you. Everybody, you know, want, wants the Rain Man to come to their school. How did you decide on Florida? Um, and what made you pick the Gators?
4: Well, cause I played with the Lakeland Gators, and I love the Gators. I love alligators. Period. Uh, even on uh, on Animal Channel, that's all I watch: alligators and cheetahs and lions. Um, uh, then I had uh, a attend- chance. The goal Well, I had a chance. Um, they was recruiting me, so I was like, Man, because my sophomore year I uh I already knew what I was going, so all because my first letter out of all my letters was Florida. Because at the point, one point in time, I was like, Who else send me a letter first? That's where I'm going because it was that like, I said, Uh, Florida, Florida State, Miami, even though I knew where I wanted to go. But the first letter I ever got was Florida. And I was hooked already. So I ain't take no visits. I ain't take nothing. I ain't do nothing. I already know I'm going. I ain't need to do all that stuff what these kids do these days. I don't know why they do that. But, yep, that was just me. And the rest is history. What What's your, what's your favorite moment?
0: My bad. What's Dugger your favorite H- moment as a Gator? Um, that, that, I mean, you, you had a lot of big moments, um, a lot of big plays. Well, what moment you look back on was like, or, or, or what moment you was in that you appreciated the most, and, and just really love everything? Your decision to become a Gator. Um, what, like, explain
4: that to us? Well, uh, my biggest moment with the Gators. Oh, um, some. Some recruiting trip or something. I forgot what it was. Ermine uh, invited all of us to his house. At this point, back in the day, I used to eat McDonald's three times a day. <laughs> uh, and, yeah. uh, we, we went to Ermine's house. I looked at, you know, because white people got different kind of food. So when you look at it, you'd be like, hell no, nah, I ain't eating white people. <laughs> that, uh, I'm just being here. <laughs> And then y'all got the Randy say white
1: people got different type of food. Oh
2: man, we do
4: for sure.
1: Like, yeah, it normally doesn't have any
2: seasoning
4: on it. And then everybody say, "Hey, um, uh, we got your McDonald's in microwave." I said, "What?" <laughs> man, I already knew. Hey, I said, "I'm I'm right at home." That was my biggest moment. Uh, being on the gables. Then give me any uh
0: some practice. To, uh, I, I My, I might be on here fabricating a little bit, man. He, he, he had some wisdom by a couple of times. He made have, there he, made going. Who won the most out of you and the if you got into that one on one situation?
1: It, it took me a couple times.
4: No, I, I, I think it was a time. <laughs> I think it was a time because that defense was serious, but they talked a lot of damn trash, and I'd be telling that calm down with
1: all that talking, I'm going to juke the shit out there. <laughs> 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 oh, wait, time out. Time out all right. I can I'm, see uh, it. Uh, hold on, wait. Damn, <laughs> shit, bro. All no, right, and, I'm, and I'm not lying. I'm not lying. And Randy, he's going to tell you the truth. Randy, when you was going to spring, I think it was 2009, bro. Right after we won the National Championship. And you know, we had Yo. the best in the nation. So this motherfucker, Randy came to practice, bro, and had a sheet of notebook paper with everybody on our, on our uh, defense number on it. And he said, "By the end of spring practice, I'ma juke out every single last one of y'all, one by one, bro. You know the man took the whole team uh, that same practice at one time, and it's cold. <laughs> that it's one play, right you remember? <laughs> yep, bro. The man took the whole team, bro, in one play, mm-hmm. bro. And, I, and, and, and bro, Coach Strong was livid, bro. He was, he was mad because Randy hadn't showed the list of Strong before he even went to practice. <laughs> so that's." That's a crazy, but Coach Sean knew about the list before we even went out there. So then when he shook everybody and crossed everybody <laughs> out, Stone was livid, bro. Stone was livid. Dan, what you feel about that? What? You, what how you feel
4: about it,
2: that? It doesn't surprise me at all. Watching oh. you play.
4: What is man? I'll take Ray every go? time. Hey.
2: hey, Ray, talk to us about some of the races you had with Demps. We had Demps on the show a few months ago. Uh, touch us a little bit about your uh, you, you, rivalry you. with him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, hold on. You, Dems, and Deontay. I know Deontay. Oh, and Deontay. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 You got
4: to throw that 561 in there, baby. I know my, my first loss in college, only loss, was uh, Chevy Walker, my first new year. Oh,
1: three, man. man. Yeah, I remember. So, oh, that. Chevy was five. fast.
4: Chevy was yeah, fast. That boy was fast. So I said, never again I get beat. Okay, he caught me off guard. So I raised Dems, Dems. Deontay Thompson, Percy. Who else I was? I was Lewis Murphy. Who else,
0: and you ain't take no L
4: Uh me and Percy was a tie. <laughs> I couldn't I won one, he won one, we tied, so it's even out. So that was the only person I ran against that had the same takeoff as mine because my takeoff Always so, hold on. Hold got me in first place every damn time because as soon as
0: I take on, off, uh, I'm already winning. So, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. But I mean, it was an Olympian that you named too, bro. His name's Jeff
1: was His takeoff ain't like <laughs> Rainy though. No, yeah, so, that's so, that's yeah. So, if, tall, you, if you get if you're going, you going 40 yard ass, I'm taking Rainy all day. I'm just gonna take Rainy as that's a gimme. Nah, still Now you talking some different shit. I think, I still
0: think, I still still think forty yard split is still faster than the Rainey's, bro. I got.
1: I seen Rainey see. see run a 4 <laughs> two <the laughs> three.
4: Yeah, this, uh, <laughs> his his flat. I don't know, I'll destroy him, but see no, I'm telling you, as he I'm, get by fifty fifty, he come to catch and he gonna run oh, he right gonna come, past.
1: Gonna, yeah, because bro, his his knee drive, and and like when people usually start slowing down, he's getting faster, bro. And I like. It, oh, you only see that in track, guys. I never yeah. saw that before. Like, the way he, I used to like, you know, no homo, I used to, uh, you know, I hope you say that. But um, <laughs> I used to love just watching how his form was when we warming up. It's, the mm-hmm. way he, he drive his knee up and, you know, the, his running form was just so perfect. I, I don't think, no, I'm telling you, when he running 100, you, you can't touch him. But you won, you won a, what? you won a,
2: a national championship in, in track, didn't you too?
4: Yeah, I do you
1: Whew. Yeah, so
2: Rayman, man. Yeah, talk about
4: outdoor,
1: three apiece. Okay, all right. But talk, talk about, talk about Coach Mullen offense. Uh, you know, when, when you was here, um, what, what was your main responsibilities? Um, what, what kind of type of plays did you like running? Um, are there a certain type of plays that's for ter- certain type of running backs in a certain type of situation? Certain kind of plays. I
4: like this whole scheme. We had the option. We had the spread. We had the formation. Speed sweeps. We had all that. That was just like all of. Them. See, he don't got looking at on um, their team. Now, they don't got the kind of player to do all that at the same time. You just got to fit players to see what they can do and all that stuff. But because the weapons we had, we could we could do all that. Like, and we do formation. We got the bit back. and do speed sweeps. You got men Jefferson Percy and Brandon James. You didn't see the spread, but you got Deontay Thompson for uh, bubble. You had Percy, Louis Burford Riley Cooper, Aaron, ne- man. <laughs> oh my God. Ingram you had all of them at receiver. He's like, man, boy. Now I got I
1: got I got another question. So uh, a couple of times. Um and I know this for the listeners. Um so I know they seen it as well, seeing P round line up at wide receiver. Um who? I, 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 P round the running back. I know for a fact they ain't oh, throwing. Oh, so, so, so so you think they gonna throw P round the ball? Cause I know you can't catch. You, who you say can't
4: catch? <laughs> Why you can't catch like that, boy? Boy, you got me, boy. I got receiver hand, boy. You got me <laughs> 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 oh man so hey, what's uh, your, they'll probably do like bubble bubble screens like get the uh, the running back around the end and then do a little quick throw on see I ain't never seen them do deep routes and stuff like that corners, holes, all that kind of stuff and, and push, you gotta be fast and do them kind of routes too at the same time. So that's so. why they ain't seen
1: you out there. We used to have a corner, not even guarding
2: Randy. Hey,
1: Randy, you still playing
2: in the CFL? Yeah, I'm up there. How, how's that going for? How, how do you like playing the CFL compared to the NFL? Man, they jump <laughs> <laughs> it's not retarded.
4: It's crazy, <laughs> But it's better than nothing. Uh, yeah, man. you don't like Canada? Oh no, it, it, I love the the country and cities. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's uh, it, uh, the crime rate is unbelievable. I'm talking about it's like five percent up here. You will love to live up here, but the football part, it's just so many football players up here that started football late. So mm-hmm. it just ain't on the same level. It's working hard, uh what it takes to work hard, uh know how to win, take care of your body, uh football IQ, it's details, man, it man, it's crazy, man. It is crazy. And then you got the referees up here. They just awful period. Oh, uh, what else? But being on this big field, that's fun, and the no fair catch call, that's fun, and all that kind of stuff, and the run start, that's fun too. But other than that, it's just a joke. Cause if y'all knew, boy,
1: y'all be saying the same thing. Man, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to see because you're talking about as a joke. I, you know, I done seen you dicing dudes up, and you know, you, you you've been dicing dudes up since literally. But I seen a couple times. Boys out there, damn near, You know, I've I seen them linebackers come across you a couple of times. And you talking about it? it oh, I, I, I got caught. Yeah. Hey, everybody gonna get caught once. I was <laughs> hey. just, just trying to make sure. Now I am just trying to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> like,
4: you talking like you bad? When you run outside lines and, and somebody just come across, hey, what can you do? I ain't fit to run out of bounds. So talk about how many? How
1: many like? Uh, how many players from Canada uh, does each team have to have on their team, or is there a certain amount, or, or how does that work?
4: I still don't know that part right there, but I just know it's a great <laughs> thing. So you just go out there and play football. So, there. He
1: just goes out
2: there and runs, man. Come on. <laughs> That's all. all right. <laughs> hey,
4: hey. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, me or you? You. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just saying, oh, uh, because really, Americans will take over this league, but now – they really try hard not let us, so that's why they do their ratios. Yes. Canadians, yeah. this and that, and no, all they got to be on the field. I think, don't you got to have like a
1: Canadian? Don't you got to have like a Canadian safety or something like that? <laughs> Yo, Canadian <laughs> yeah, Canadian safety. Yeah, bro. See, one of your safeties got to be like Canadian or something like that, bro. For real. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. dog. Yeah.
0: Hey, basically,
2: hey, one Ray. Of the safety's got to be on un- Basically. <laughs> Just throw me out. <laughs> Say it again. Canadian. I'll be Canadian uh, for, uh, for a year. I'll be out there. Hey, hey Rainey. Hey, uh,
0: Chris Rainey. Uh, the average fan that don't know how you got the Pouncy twins to uh, not go to Florida State and come to Florida, tell them that, the story behind it. How did you pull that off?
4: Oh, shit! I, I, I taught all because um, all the only one were going to Florida. Pouncey, Amad, John Brown, all them boys going to Florida State. What I, what I said about a meter, I said something. I just kept talking to hey, man, we got to stay yeah, together. So we brother, we see what we did in high school. We stay together. We do the same thing in Florida and all that kind of stuff. And and yeah, believe it or not, that's what happened. We all stayed together. So for, for, for a lot that's of people
1: who don't know, <clears throat> one of the biggest reasons why I actually went, came to the University of Florida was because of Chris Rainey. So we Ooh. came up to a camp, um, and I actually was supposed to commit to LSU the day before. Um and I uh, we always wanted to go um uh, with, with one of our high school teammates and then we had a high school teammate commit to LSU, uh Jordan Hammond at the time. So I kinda wanted to I was gonna go there and I was gonna try to shut it down. And you know, we were going up to the to the uh Florida camp the next day. Um and I didn't really want to go. And my high school coach was like, Hey man, you should go. I think it'll be you know a great opportunity for you. mean, um, mm-hmm. it'd be great. You know, the other guys are going, so why don't you just go? And I'm like, All right, cool. So I ended up going. Um, we do one on ones and I, and, I, and I made some plays in the one on ones. And Urban asked me right on the spot, he was like, I'm offering you a scholarship right now. You need to take it or leave it. Now, I didn't even talk to my parents or nothing like that. So I'm like, dang, like, you know, what should I do? And you got Randy in the background Somebody, like, come on, man. Come on. So I'm like, man, shoot, I don't know. And Urban was like, you got to take it or leave it. And I'm like, damn, well, I'm a 16 year old kid, 17 year old kid. I don't, you know, I'm gangster,
0: I mean, yeah. urban, Maya.
1: But I'm, but I'm oh like, okay. you know, it's, I, I, it's closer to home. My parents are coming to my game. I'm thinking about this shit all really fast, you know. And then I was like, all right, cool. You know, I'll come because you know my boy Rainy coming. Well, before we end up leaving Gainesville the next day, um, Pounce uh, had a meeting with Urban, and they'd committed for Florida State and, and committed. So all of us did that within uh, within some days. You know what I'm saying? Dope. Hey,
2: R- Rainy. You know, you've known you've known mod for a really long time. He always talks himself <laughs> up like a good trash talker and all that stuff. Was he as good as he says he was?
4: Then I've been boy since day one, boy. I've been trash since day one. Oh both And I say that uh, that push one more time so I can mean, hear you clearly.
2: I said you've known you've known mod for a really long time and he always talks about how good of a trash talker he was. Was he as good as he says he is?
4: Oh no, nah, yeah, he talks a lot of trash. He talks a lot of trash, but he back it up. That's one thing a lot of people can't do: out trash and back it up.
1: Man, I ain't he I ain't a lot though. Randy juke me a couple times. He got this little one juke when he running and, and like you think he don't see you, but he really see you. And like when you get close, it's just gonna be crazy. It's just gonna leave like he, he did that to me in the spring game and like. I was on my high horse cuz I was like man yeah I just you know had just got a tipped interception in the spring game it was you know it was it was it was, it was big for me cuz that was like one of the first big time plays that I made you know with the Gators and uh Hornsby, Jamal Hornsby was supposed to be the one high safety on one on, on one of the plays right after that Well, I don't know why somehow Jamal wasn't in the game so they were like hey we need a safety and I played strong safety but Jamal played free but you know, just because I got an interception, I'm trying to be greedy, trying to go get another one. I run out there again. So now I'm the one high. I just remember Rainey being, you know, split out wide to my right. And when they when they snapped the ball, they just, just took like a three-step drop and just threw it out to him. Well, he caught it and up the sideline, and I took the bad angle, and Rainey destroyed me and scored. And I just remember the alligator writing in the paper, like, Rainey, you know, destroys a mob black in the open field. I'm like, damn, like, don't give me no credit for nothing. You know what I'm
4: saying? What you got
1: me back on the goal line? Yeah, I'm a, yeah, I'm a broke his neck I on the feel goal.
4: I but he got me back though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Chris Rainey, um, you you're a Florida high school football legend. You're you're a Florida Gator legend. Uh, you got to play in the NFL. You're still playing football for a living in the Canadian Football League. What at this point in your life, what are you most proud of right now?
4: Most proud of. Uh, most proud of. Hmm. Let's see, Overcoming what I overcoming. Hmm.
0: You're on the right track, bro. Go ahead.
4: See, you know, I had a lot of pressure growing up. I only had my grandma, had my dog, had my granddad on my dad's side of the family. Hmm. So I don't know how to explain that right there, but I know I overcame a lot of stuff, man. Because when I got to college, you know, everybody in college parents come to watch them play, mom, dad, or whatever, and all that kind of stuff. And you know how, after the game, all the parents come in, in the locker room all that stuff, and you see everybody hugging their mom and dad and all that kind of stuff. That's when it that's when when I got that's when it hit me and all that kind of stuff. But having People like a and other friends that I had and all that kind of stuff, being by my side. Yeah, that's another thing about football, boy. That's a that's a different kind of other love you you be missing from the house. Like if you don't have parents or whatever. If you, so that love from football, boy, it can save a life, boy. People don't understand that junk. Well I think. Go
1: ahead, Ma. No, i just saying. For, for the people who don't know, man, it's just you know. I I never take credit for anything, but I just I know you know Randy always uh, been a great friend of mine, and 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 you know uh, what what another a lot of people don't know too, man. My parents uh, used to record our high school games, um, and my uncle used to record our games, and every Friday night, Randy just stayed in my house, um, and. He'll watch the game over and over and over. His same plays over and over and over. And, and, and get, like, four or five of my dad movies and just, like, don't bother nobody. You don't even really know he there. And watch four or five movies back to back to back and just, you know, just hang out, and you know, for the whole weekend, man. So, um, you know, we got really close, and Randy, you know, Randy always been a stand-up guy, man. He's been through a lot. Um, it, it's just so cool to see um, that you – hear that you've been through so much um, and you know, but you still turned out to be a, a, a fabulous human being, a, a fabulous young man, young man, and and still be able to to provide for your family and and, and become the, the the man of the household that I know you could be.
4: Appreciate you, boy. Mm. Life's different with kids, boy. Cause like if you didn't have that kind of love growing up, and you get that love from your kids, man, that. That's the best thing ever in my life, boy. Because every time my kid, I love you, come hugging me, every time I walk through the door, they smile they wake up. First thing they do when they wake up, they're smiling, jumping on me, all that kind of stuff. And And I always tell myself, damn, this is what I missed growing up or something like, like I try not to talk about it, but I'm like, damn, what kind of kid would I be if I had that kind of love? Would I be the same person that I am today or would I be different or like, well, but that love is amazing, man. That
1: is amazing, yeah, for sure. And we, you know, people with kids definitely know how you feel. Speaking of your kids, um, we were talking before you got on. Um, I think Dan mentioned that he he loved the video with you spending um, your, your son around on the on the uh, thing at the park. Talk about that, man, and how that went viral. If y'all haven't seen Rainy, man, with his son's spinning around on the what is it like, a little merry go round thing, man. Yeah. Oh man, that went viral. So talk about that and, and, and what what did you, what did you
4: want to do? Well I take my uh, kids to the park every day. <laughs> like if I'm ri- if I'm riding around, driving, going to places and stuff, I always look around uh and see if I see a, a new park to go to. Like I try to go to different parts and all that kind of stuff. So I found this park and some reason my kids love spinning and at that time. They were too young to get spent like that, but he kept saying he wanted to get spent. So I spunked them around. I kept saying, You want me to stop? We kept laughing, like, keep going, all that kind of stuff kept going. So, as soon as we got done, because I seen his head spinning around, even though, I, like I said, you don't supposed to be spending kids like that when they're that young, But their brain ain't fully developed. But he wanted to do it, so <laughs> then I spunked them up. And he just felt like crazy, and I was just I was on the ground, dying last minute. So my homeboy said, hey, man, you need to post this? I said, if I post this, oh, he, he said, post it because it's going to go viral. I was like, man, stop lying. They don't even know that many people. So <laughs> we, we post it. Okay, 10,000 hits. Next hour, 20,000. Five hours, 50. And then the rest is here. So he's Like, God damn! Then uh, the people was reaching out to me, so I had a call my manager, this and that. They talked to each other, and she called me, and they gave me a contract to sign, all that kind of stuff. And then my son been getting paid since then. Dope. it's
1: awesome! Man. That's, dope. That's dope. Well, hey man, Randy, you already I already know you're welcome on our show anytime. Um, mm-hmm. You're definitely family to us. Um, anything we could do on our end to 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 help you, um, you know, with with anything, don't hesitate to reach out. Um, you know, tell the people where you where, you, where they can find you at right on your uh, Twitter and your Instagram. Oh,
4: Twitter, uh, C Rainy Three. Uh, Instagram, just put Rainy and you gotta put a uh, period between every letter, and then put twenty six at the end. That's Instagram. I don't have no Snapchat, Snapcat. Because they trouble. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Man>.
1: <laughs> it's it's only trouble with. That's all. We, that's
4: all. And Facebook, Facebook, just type in Chris Rainey, and you'll see all my aunties and my mama on the picture. On the <laughs> <pictures>.
1: <laughs> man, hey, look for another day, man. We got we got to talk about rainy aunties, man. Oh man, <laughs> that's a whole other conversation, hey.
4: man. <laughs> you know, if they want to see funny videos, they can welcome to cut to my page because I speak the truth.
1: Oof. This man crazy. All right, man, right, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. And uh, and go Gators. Yes, sir. Go Gators. Go All
4: right,
0: done. Dope interview, man. Um, we yeah. had him on the big three roller, but he wasn't that comfortable. Uh, he got a little, he got a little comfortable and, and had an intimate moment on, on, on the show, man. I think it was dope. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, man. I, I, I
2: mean, I didn't know. I didn't know his full life story, so uh, you know, I knew bits and pieces of it to to hear that that to see what he's overcome. You know, there's a lot of people that don't, and it's easy to get kind of lost, or it's easy to, to try to seek out yeah, other that. things, right? right?
0: And to not you it's know, easy he's to judge people or right, or not knowing the full stories and what these kids really go through, what they came from. Yeah, you just judge the situation they're in, not not realizing in the big picture they've overcome a lot of. Adversity and a good people, you know what I'm saying. So I just think it was it was it was good for the average fan to really get down to the ground level. And yeah, see what... Sure. It's
2: a hell of a story, uh, you know. I didn't know it all, so it's uh, it's cool to to hear, and you know what he's been able to do is, is pretty dope. So I'm um, proud of Chris. Going to be rooting for him. Uh, starts with a new team this year with uh, with Toronto. So so best of luck, Chris, and thanks so much for coming on the show, Ahmad. Last week we talked a little bit about it. We're going to start this recurring segment so you can teach me some culture. Maybe I'll teach you something here and there. Uh, but we're going to do a word of the week. So Ahmad, what can you what can you teach me this week?
1: Oh, man. Growing up, uh, the, one of the first people I ever heard say this word was actually Chris Rainey. I wish I would have <laughs> said uh, why he was on the show. He would have bust out laughing. But, um, you know, in in the, in the black household, Dan, if somebody say, hey, what a remote? <laughs> what, what's a remote, Dan?
2: Oh, geez. What's a, what's a remote? It's obviously not a remote. Um, I, I'm, on, I, I'm stumped. I don't even know. I, I can't it's even put words together. It is together. a remote,
0: it is a remote oh, is? controller all together, bro. They, 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 oh, they I
1: got it. They, but, okay. but no, and then and then, and, then, and then I'm 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 gonna go a little bit advanced. Mo with an M, mo control. mo control. Mo control. You gotta say mo control. What man, is a mo across. control? Okay, then nah, you gotta practice when you laying down tonight. then yeah. you know with your wife. <laughs> yeah. Say, say, babe, pass me the Moat control. Low control. She, I'm sure she'll
2: she'll look at me the same way and <laughs> figuratively yeah, looking was, at you guys awesome right now. You
1: can't see it like low hey, yeah, con- control. Yeah,
2: you got to drip on it though.
1: Yeah, you can't just say. Yeah, smoke, yeah you said it like the control. robot. Yeah, you got to. Yeah. yeah. No, you got to say look, one. Gotta, say one more time. You got to put I your. I feel like look, I'm at the hand. spelling bee right now. You got to. You got to lean down low in the bed. Damn. All right. Put one <laughs> hand in your pants and say, babe, pass me the moat control." Low control. Low uh control.
2: All right, yeah. mo control. All right, yeah, test me next week. Mo
1: there. control. A little bit mo, more drill. Mo
2: control. Yeah, mo control. Mo, mo, mo control. All right,
1: mo control. Mo control. <laughs> All
2: right, I'm here for it. I'm here for All it. Right. I'm here for All it. All right, man. Get hey, right. yeah, I appreciate you teaching me some culture.
0: Yeah, for sure, so, man. You know, I got you. Before we get into some recruiting talk, uh, we gotta announce a, a new game for 20, 2022, twenty-two, two thousand twenty-three. Uh, we should be traveling. To Utah soon, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We've got uh, we've got a, a home and home. Utah actually canceled a series with uh, the Fighting Mormons and BYU to, to play Florida. So we're going to play at the Swamp in twenty twenty two
0: and at Utah in twenty twenty three. That's some Mormon on no Mormon violence right
4: there in the next right. uh, uh. Yeah, I mean
2: uh, that puts Florida we- with uh, with U- USF, Colorado. Texas uh-huh. and Utah. Now over home and homes over the next like eleven years or so. I'm here I like for those
0: travels. I like the Colorado travels. Um, yeah, I would love to go to Colorado for a away game. uh Utah sounds great as well. Those are like teams we don't play all the time and, and trips I would look forward to going. Man, like not got two birds. I'm just summer.
2: here for different logos. I'm here to see different teams. I'm here different logos. I'm tired of playing Michigan. I'm tired of playing
3: kind yeah, of the same mm-hmm.
2: Iowa, Penn State. I'm tired of the the Big Ten. You know, give yeah. me some Pac-12 action. Give me some Big
1: Twelve action. Give yeah. me, you know, give They're give awesome. me something else. I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm
0: down to take this show on the road. You know, what I'm down for. I'm, I'm,
1: yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of playing. You know, the, the same you know, Iowas too, man. And, you know, we play them same teams every year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's good. Um, I'm, I'm liking the, the Strickland moves. Uh, he's doing a lot of good stuff, and, and I like the vibe he's on right now, man. Absolutely. New look, facing new teams.
2: Oh, we, I think we got a home-and-home home with Miami, too, in the future, don't we? So we got we got a lot of stuff coming up, a lot, a lot of good games brewing. It's better than, uh, you know, no offense to our uh, Matt fan, our friend, but uh, I'm tired of playing the thousands, you know? Give me some uh, – Give me give me a new team. You know, give me some new environments. Give me some uh, some yeah. different colors on the screen. And yeah, because,
0: I mean, we can't really go to Towson. That's just somebody we no. invite here to smack around. But if if we did, I don't really want to go to Delaware, you know. Or Maryland. Mm. Let's get to this recording, man. Uh, in the middle of the night or early mornings, uh, we got a commit from an Australian punter by the name of Jeremy Crenshaw um he visited over the weekend at the Tennessee game we had a few kids that that visited what do you know about this punter um
2: that he's from Australia um he's a big he's a big dude you know, the the trend is to go to Australia to find these punters. There's a number of them that are in, you know, college football right now. Miami has one. I know a couple other schools have them. You know, they they kick differently. You know, they play a lot of rugby down there. They play a lot of soccer down there. Uh, you know, I don't know much about him. I, I can't really watch punter tape, right, because there's nothing to really watch other than them punting. You know, he's a highly ranked kid out of Australia, uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious about the move. I don't know if we couldn't find anybody here locally, uh, you know, somewhere in the state of Florida, I feel like there's maybe a, a good enough punter, but, you know, we're going to finally move on from the Towson, the Townsend area, era, which has been going on for what, seven years now. So it's going to be a, a sad goodbye, but a
0: hello mate to a new punter. <laughs> I, I like, I like all your little pun there. Um, we had some commitments on campus. We had Anthony Richardson, uh, quarterback, the leader of the class. Uh, we had Jaquavion Frazier, wide receiver. Uh, Jonathan Odom, tight end. Richard Leonard, offensive lineman. Antoine Powell, defensive end. Rashad Torrance. For safety. And Finley Graham, who's having a surprisingly good season at defensive back, as well as special yeah. teams. Um, we thought it was going to be like a one-trick pony, a uh, little gadget guy, but He's actually doing pretty well at, at, at DB as well. We had Carlos Del Rio, the leader of the 21 class, and also quarterback uh, Savion Ellis, uh, 2022 kid uh, from Jacksonville Reigns, and and my man out of West Palm Beach, Florida, uh, Brian Robinson, big dog mm-hmm. uh, out of Fort Pierce. I'm sorry, out of um, Palm Beach Central, mm-hmm. one of the best receivers in the state. Was more of FSU lean. Um, I got some contacts on that side. He, he's a little bit open. Um, h- him and his dad uh, uh, are very receptive to Florida right now. Over the summer, it was all FSU. He, he, he really didn't, wasn't feeling the UF. But the season's playing itself out. Um, they're liking what Dan Mullen is hearing. I'm hearing his official visit right now. It's gonna be for the Florida State game, which is, which is, <laughs> which could be the dagger. I think we could go ahead and finish some stuff off, but we'll see. It's a long way to go. But that was the big names on campus. We got a pun to commit out of the weekend. Uh, yeah, we actually business? just
2: got a. Uh, we just got another twenty-one
0: What's his name? Yeah, uh,
2: it's Christopher Thomas, six uh, foot five, two hundred seventy-seven pounds, uh, three-star of Fort Myers Dunbar High School. Uh, just committed on a, on Monday night. I came up to UF. I think for the uh, for maybe the second time now. Uh, you know, decent player. I haven't watched a ton of film on him, so I'll give you guys an update maybe next week on uh, him. I know that he was looking at, uh, you know, FSU, Texas a and a few other schools. I know that David Turner and Todd Grantham have been, you know, really uh, have stepped on the, uh, the gas pedal with him uh, over the last uh, couple of months. And, um, you know, really this month, you know, they, they really put on heavy. So he committed, uh, again, three-star kid out of uh, Dunbar High School in, uh, in Fort Myers.
0: Yeah. And also, another kid that came up from from the Pizzle—that's uh, what we call it down in South Florida, Port St. Mm-hmm. Lucie—Centennial uh, uh, High School, Jamari Stewart, three-star linebacker. There's some interest there from um, from outside. We're not we're not desperate for linebackers because we took a, a, a bunch last cycle, but there is some interest there. I like I like the kid. I think he has a, a big upside. Uh, there are some Auburn people that are looking at him, and, and maybe some North Carolina State, other schools. So he has some decent offers, but I like his tape, and I think he's exactly. a guy that we can wait to on the end. Recruiting now, keep him warm. If we miss and got a spot, that's somebody that we could grab later on in the cycle. We'll, we'll see. Absolutely. But yeah, just I keep mean, out. It,
2: it, it's starting to heat up a little bit. Starting to heat up a little bit. So um, you yeah, know, so we'll see. I know there's a bunch of people coming in for uh, for the Auburn game, and then um, you know, a couple big games uh, coming up soon. But I know that Auburn game should be a huge one uh, to uh, to to watch. So anything else on recruiting?
0: Nothing. I just I think everybody's eye is on um, the receivers. There's been some receiver yeah. moves with Crystal Balls and visits being set up, uh, yeah. offers going out. Arian Smith just got an official offer from Clemson. After a few Crystal Balls for Alabama went in of all places. Mm. Uh, people thought he was a more of a um, Georgia lean. So it's been it's been. I think we're all watching to see where Arian Smith goes. Because that may indicate where Xavier Henderson goes. I think mm-hmm. we're kind of playing second fiddle to those little bunch up. of schools yep. for for receivers. So I think if Aaron Smith was to go to Clemson, I think that bumps Xavier Henderson to us. But we'll yes. see. Even if even if Alabama got into it, that, I think now we lead. Oh, over watch right this right though. Now. Watch this though. How how interesting
1: would it be? Because I I I've been hearing people say about the Bowman flip. So, how interesting would that be if Arian, you know, came down here, or, or you know, or vice versa, went to Clemson? You know, what 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 Clemson locked that up for him because he, got, you know, Bowman got a teammate. What do you say if it's because I, I, Arian Smith, Arian Smith, right, the Lakeland guy? Yeah, yeah. If he if he go if he go to Clemson, I mean, I've been hearing people saying Bowman could possibly flip. So, what I'm saying is, if Arian was to go to commit to Clemson. I mean, that rap,
0: that's that's a that's wrap.
2: Because I don't see, see Bowman be, coming to Florida, regardless, bro. You don't
0: see that? Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. I think Bowman is, is is one of those guys that like Trey Sanders was. They move by the beat of their own drum. I don't mm-hmm. think he's he, he's into him or cares about what what. fan <laughs> he's making a business mm-hmm. decision. And I think he just feels the 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 best route for him to get to the NFL is with Clemson. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think like. Hey, we we fans, he's from Lakeland World. Just don't hold, just, just Payton, I don't see Bowman flipping. That's just to keep it a buck. I don't see Bowman flipping. Just, just, don't, just, don't, just don't hold your breath. You know, you never know. You know, with, with his
1: – You whole never thing. know, dog. never know. know. That's, That's exactly right. right. I'm, in the city. I'm in the city a lot, I'm gonna so.
0: Celebrate. I'm going to celebrate with y'all regardless.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, so, but so, Definitely. <laughs>
0: But uh,
1: yeah, we
0: probably like- champagne for that flip regardless it don't matter okay. how
2: I go down but I'm just saying lot from my logical stance yeah for sure yeah, yeah. But, but let's get into uh we got the my, my question. yeah let's uh, say let's do it um as always um our ask a mod section our deep dive with a mod is sponsored by uh, our boy Sean Gibson over at Gibson dive in detail uh that tri-county area down there Broward Miami-dade Palm Beach county uh, give but, uh, Sean a call Sean is a big fan uh, and big supporter of Stadium Miguel and, and the Big Three Roll-Up. Uh, really awesome guy. Give him a call for anything related to boat detailing, underwater haul cleaning, dive recovery, anything related to your boat. Give Sean a buzz. Uh, you don't live down in South Florida. That's all right. Sean's got an awesome network around the state um, and around the southeast that he could definitely get you connected. Definitely give Sean a call if you have a boat or at least have his phone number. Call, introduce yourself. If you're a fan of this show. you got to be a fan of Sean. So give him a call. It's 352 514 uh, one, four, eight, six. Again, Sean Gibson, 514 uh, three, five, two, five, one, four, one, four, eight, six. Ahmad the deep dive this week uh, comes from our Patreon uh, guests. As always, if you want to ask uh, this question, it's going to come from Patreon first. Uh, Ahmad, what was the transition like from high school to college and the college to the NFL?
1: Um, just going, going from high school to college was kind of different. Uh, I played safety um, in, in high school, got to college and they had me at a corner um, which was a little bit different because I had to get adjusted to chasing uh, Percy Harvin and, and uh, Andre Caldwell, um, Riley Cooper and those types of guys. Um, so it, w- it made it a little bit more difficult for me to to get adjusted to uh, the game speed of the SEC, particularly because I was playing a position that I wasn't really used to playing. Um, so then, you know, towards the end of my my freshman year, they moved me to safety um, and, and uh, you know, things happened, you know, here and there um, throughout that summer. Um, that, that kind of pushed me to the number one spot, and I took advantage of it. Um, so, you know, I got just to the game speed and whatnot. It kind of slowed down for me um, a lot, actually, uh, and I w- was able to play at a high level. Um, then I got to the NFL, and I would say the biggest difference um, from high school, I mean, from NFL, uh, college to the NFL, um, would be the quarterbacks uh, because I played with, with in the SEC with the fast game speed, um, so that wasn't really a, a too much of a change. I mean, a tad bit different, but all in all, it was the quarterbacks. The teams that, that, that had the most success somewhat in, in the NFL either have, A, a great quarterback or a phenomenal defense to, to kind of hide your not-so-good quarterback. Um, so, you know, going from college to, to pros was was the quarterback. From, from high school to college was was more of the game speed. So, oh. Good Ooh, yeah, I think that's surreal. how y'all feel about the show. I
2: think that was it. a dope show. That was a good answer. It's a
1: hell of a show. That was a great answer. Yeah, hell of an answer. Yeah. Hey, an Patreon.com slash Even Gale, if you want to ask yeah. a of question in the future. Yeah, for sure. I I, I love an- answering questions. Also, man, I you know, I don't I don't mind either if y'all if you tweet me, ask me a question or whatnot, uh I I, I mean, we can even start a segment weekly uh, of a day or I could just answer questions. Uh, that'd be dope. I love to just reminisce and talk about ball and talk about sports. So if you guys ever uh, have a question that you, you you felt curious to ask or always wanted to ask, um, you know, shoot me a tweet. Or
0: become a Patreon. <laughs> there you go. Yo, Big um, shout out to our boy Russell. Shout out to Russell. And shout out Russell. To shout out to Russell. We'll check, Patreon and Russell. Any 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 um any any word for the people? Anybody
4: got
1: anything to say? Uh, <laughs> well, I well I will. Uh, what y'all think about that Antonio Brown thing, man?
2: Uh, so I think I, I think he's crazy. I think a team will be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we all. I, I think, think a team win, will want him in a few weeks, and uh, he'll come back and he'll story. figure it out.
1: Especially around yeah. playoff time. especially around playoff time. Uh
0: before I before then. Know. I don't I think somebody may reach out to him, but it may be some black ball action going down as well. Uh, I think I think he could be fine without football, to be honest with you. I think if he's smart, he can play his cars right and just get ahead of it and just move on. You know what I'm saying? He's an entertaining guy. He's got a big following. All this is just a platform. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he has millions of got, followers. Somebody's gonna give him money for that. Like he can move on and do other things. It's just up to right. him. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think football is kind of. I think it's. I think it's a wrap. Uh, um, uh, even if he some team gave him a small contract to finish up the season, yeah. nobody's gonna give him no, 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 no real guaranteed money and no longevity. And you that's know what.
1: what I'm saying? You he ain't playing on nobody's team for free. I can tell you
0: that right now, bro. Yeah. No I just, yeah I, not, I, not
1: free, but, you know, with sad. no guarantee. It's
0: like, he ain't finna they go. go down like this. Uh, he's one of our greats. And, and it's sad they got to go down like this, man. You know what I'm saying? But it's becoming a trend. NFL's becoming a trend of guys retiring in, like, the most awkward and random ways. If You go from Calvin Johnson to uh, Koski. I uh, mean, you can just go down the list. I think – um. Who was it, Patrick Willis? Like, a lot of these guys are retiring young. Andrew Luck. Like, yeah, like, you look at it, these guys are walking away from the game. They don't really – it's different now. You know what I'm saying? They got a lot of other ways to make money, they ain't got a dial out on the field. So, I think AB will be fine. I just think, like, it's over for football. But as far mm-hmm. as his livelihood and making money, I think he'll be fine.
2: Uh, uh, yeah, stay on the spotlight for a little while. Like you said, he's got a uh... – He's got another life outside of uh, football. He's been able to build a huge following that way. So, you know, that's where the big money is You get, you know, safe. Uh, you know, get yourself all healed up. He's, what, 32 years old. So, he'll oh. figure it out. Uh, you know, he's smart. He, you know, smart enough. He's been able to diversify his money, his income streams, and everything else. So, yeah, I think he needs to take a break. I don't know if it's a spotlight that's getting to him or whatever. But he needs to get out of the limelight for a little bit, let the NFL figure out whatever the hey,
0: situation man, is. like, these guys are wrecking their brain like yep. you, he he's taken he's taken some serious hits in this league so yep. like we can't like we brush it to the side but i'm I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's not like don't have a regular brain you know what i'm saying um, right. i'm not going to say he's crazy or nothing but he's not operating on a, a normal brain like he has been had his belt yeah. rock. so it is what it is man, um, it's just man. Sad to see it, i wish I like him the it. best man it, you know it, it's Absolutely. sad to
2: to see you know, somebody that's, you know, at the prime of their career right after the prime of their career, you know, best player or one of the best.
0: Deserve, I don't think he's the best guy. I don't think he deserves, no. like, the, 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 way, way he, the way he's getting right now. Like, that, mm-hmm. the storm he's getting is real. And and it's, yeah. and it's, it's a lot of bogus stuff that's been thrown out there. But, I mean, the more the merrier. So, I just think football's over for him. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, life ain't over. No, it'll be fine. Yeah. So, Black, you got the song of the week? Do I got the song of the week? Don't play it. Don't play in the speaker, bro. Just tell us. Look. Yeah, I, I, look, I ain't
1: even. I, I was even prepared. Hold on.
0: Do you want right. another
1: song from the Country Squire album? About to nah, nah, we good on nah. that, bro. We
0: uh, good. Don't wait on Black. We take your time, Black. Yeah. Yeah. No rush. <laughs> we ain't got to take none of that
1: shenanigan, bro. I am not with that shit tonight, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I
2: <laughs> oh man, I threw some I'm, I'm, I real think, I hillbilly bluegrass. So I, there. I
1: think, yeah, you did. Okay, I, I, I held this? I think, I think, and you know, with, with my boy being locked up, um, you know, we we got we got Townsend um, this week, but we got, Look, listen, bro, we got Auburn. We got Arburn the next week after that. So we gotta we gotta keep keep our vision straight, man, and, and keep a clear head. Put some blinders on. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Kodak. Uh, tunnel Vision, man. And, tunnel you know, vision. T- 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 shout out, shout out to my dog, Yak, man, Yak, yeah. man. Get out, get out. The gate is gonna probably shout be that out one out. Yeah, get out. Yeah, man. And so Blair, tunnel- he get out. He
0: gonna be back in in like 24
1: hours. In a- 24 hours. For sure. So. <laughs> uh, so, shout out to Kodak Black. Can't uh, get right. Uh, I, know, I know, I know, he I know he, in, he locked up, man, and, and finding out we four one zero right now. He probably going crazy. So Tunnel Vision, Kodak Black.
0: We gotta hey, send him this grandma, podcast. Hey, well, my cousin find back jail. My cousin used to go back to jail all the time. My grandma used to tell my cousin, "You must have got a boyfriend, and you
5: going."
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, bro. That's that's what that's what, the, that's what the old people say. Some shit like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like wanting to go back in that shit, dog. Like you don't get like, bro. Like I I freak out if I ain't got if I ain't got my phone, or I can't do nothing, And like cool, yeah, I go crazy.
0: So. Hey, man, another beautiful episode of Miguel, man. I appreciate you boys hanging out with me,
1: man. All right, man. For hey, sure. Every week. Let's go. Hey, Let's five do it. And oh. we'll see you
2: guys next week.
0: Bye, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, baby. Pull up.
1: Yak. Yeah.